Sometimes you feel so alone and overwhelmed, you don't know where to turn. These days, it seems like there is no end to our problems. We invite you to connect with Silent Unity, the 24-hour prayer ministry where someone is waiting to pray with you right now. Since 1890, Silent Unity has always been there. No judgment or dogma, just someone affirming the best for you. Call 816-969-2000 today. You can also connect online at unityprayervigil.org. Thanks for joining us. This is Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. This one is called The Pants. Take eight. Welcome to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. We all know the funniest things happen when we stop taking ourselves too seriously and step out boldly, like Mr. Magoo blindly stepping onto the next swinging girder and falling into an outrageous jackpot. Your hosts, Daryl and Ed, are about to administer a refreshing dose of laughter and love that will inspire you to step out boldly and experience the funniest things. Now, here are your hosts, Daryl and Ed. Welcome to The Funniest Thing. Yes. Where each week we share stories about how stepping out boldly always leads to better than expected outcomes. That is correct. I'm Daryl. I'm Ed. And we're broadcasting live from middle school studios in Culver City, the heart of Screenland. How can we all call it downtown? I forgot the word. Oh, okay. I thought maybe you forgot we we moved studios. No, I've always said downtown and I realized I forgot it, so I just kept going. Kind of sounds like you're not from here. I'm not from here, Ed. Oh, wow. That's the title of today's show. I'm not from here with Bennett Tanton. We're free. Detachment simply means inviting divine help into our affairs, and it immediately goes to work, stating even humorously, and maybe especially humorously, I'm not from here, releases our mental hands from the steering wheel and frees us from the mental bondage of concern. We all know what that's like. On this episode, Daryl and Ed encourage listeners to let go and let the unconditional love of God go to work. And during the second segment, U.S. Marine and Army veteran Bennett Tanton encourages us to let freedom ring with today's daily word, free. Free! Wow, we have Rod Sweetser. uh, We have Barbara Gallagher-Weatherman from Florida on the Facebook Live. If anyone out there ever wants to join us, you can uh, go to the Facebook fan page for Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. And on Thursdays, you can join us in the studio. So, um, oh, wow. We have three breaths. Oh, wait, who just walked in? Muhammad Ali. Muhammad Ali is here. I'm going to get you boys with this poem I wrote. Oh, boy. Life is bigger than we can imagine, boys. Okay. The external world contains injustice, harshness, and pain. But life is more than what we see. So I wrote this little poem to take you boys down, to take that fear down, as a matter of fact, and lift you boys up. Yeah, you sound like you're, you're starting to sound like Ed every once in a while. Is that what happens after you die? We've been hanging out. <laughs> do you know it's called? Okay. It's called do you know? Okay. Do you know what you see is not as it appears to be? Even when you think you be is mis even what you think you be is misperceived reality. And what you think and feel and do is misconstrued by even you. No matter what you think you are, it's not enough because you're a star. That all that you pretend to be <laughs> is not the truth. Oh, can't you see? That all is one, that be us. We're a vital part of this universe. It's the end, my friend. I've said enough. 
about all this isness business stuff. Except sit tight. Twiddle DD, use your mind to set you free. Wow, Muhammad Ali has a well. You only told a, us uh, a loud that, speaking voice. You were only a, we were only aware that Muhammad Ali was the one gonna, who was going to read that poem about five minutes ago. That's true. So he he didn't have any time to rehearse. Thanks, Muhammad. We'll see you later, buddy. He actually, he was coming from the heavens to let us know. know. You could call me Cassius Clay, buddy. Wow. All right, thanks, Cassius. Uh, it was actually a poem by Ann Sermons Gillis from her book Easyosophy, the Art of Easy, and it's just a reminder that. Uh, this show is all about the fact that we are not really from, from here. And the good news about that is the question then is where are we really from and how do we remember where we're really from? Oh, we got a great so story. So we got a lot of great stories. Let's take a breath. Ah, this yeah. one was inspired by who, Daryl? This one was inspired by a, a great uh, – what would you call him? Um – Definitely like a freedom uh, fighter. fighter. Yes, he was a, yes, he was a great freedom fighter in the 60s. He Some, reminded us that even when we feel like we're coming from behind. Yeah, we can always succeed when we remember who we be. And that was underdog. Underdog. Perfect for the show because when we feel like we're going under, we're down under, we're underneath. You know, we're, Sometimes we're struggling to get to the yes. surface. And that's just because we forget who, we're, who we are. And where we're from. That we're not from this world that we imagine going on around us with all this strife no. and injustice. So let's take a deep breath. Take a, take a deep breath to clear our mind. Uh, <sighs> I have nothing to fear. I'm not from here. Uh, Is it there's nothing? Hit it up. Yeah, okay. whatever you like. Okay. There's no need to fear. I'm not from here. Ah. There's, There's no, no need, need to fear. fear. I'm, I'm not from here. What a relief. You know, uh, I think this is the one you sent me, and this is the I one know. that I was thinking this was what we would go with also. Underdog, man. That's just, everyone loves a good underdog story. Yes. And that's a lot, that uh, really kind of does really apply to what this show is about. We got a great reading from Norman Lundy. The book is called You Unlimited, if uh, Through the Secret Power Within You. And if you go to DarylNed.com, there's a reading list. You can add it to your reading. We don't make money off of those books, but we just make it easy for you to add books that have the medicine, yes. as we like to call it. And we've been on fire this week learning more about the history of unity and oh really God. what the medicine – I mean, just getting clear on what we've always kind of intuitively known about the medicine. So why don't you read that from yes. Norman Lundy. All right. Here we go. Um, this is the Parable of the Angel. If you have this book, it's on page 82. Yes. And it's one of our favorites because it really reminds us who we are. And I'm going to read it now. <laughs> Just thinking you about ready? the fact that I read that as Muhammad Ali with no rehearsal. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not from here. We're not from here. <laughs> that was a long piece of text to be I trying to do a... Uh, what would you call it? Like when people do impersonations? And I didn't we need Rod Sweets or a professional actor or Tom, Stephen Tom Thorpe for that kind of work. It didn't seem that long when you read it in the break room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. 
I recall that Ernest Holmes used a parable telling of an angel who came to visit the earth. Now, he's talking about the angel here. You ready? Yes. He found himself in the usual stream of human activities. As he listened to the conversations of people, for the first time he heard negative comments. Someone who was supposed to be an authority said there might be a war. He read in the newspaper of a great epidemic of illness. And someone who certainly should know explained in great detail that a depression was inevitable. He heard the world was not able to produce enough food for everyone and people were going to starve. He began to wonder if these things might not be true. And even as he entertained the thoughts of negation to which he was listening, the brightness of his angelic presence faded into dark shadows. Happening, happening to glance in a mirror, he saw that he was dressed as a human being, walking the earth in fear, doubt, and uncertainty. The weary years dragged by, years of impoverishment. That's so hard. That's a lot for a Jersey tongue. I know. And dread. Yet even in the midst of it all, something within him remembered that he was once an angel of God, living in a heaven of beauty, a place of peace and joy. Remembering, remembering this, a determination arose within him to find his way back to this lost paradise. This determination grew into a great hope, and as the hope increased, a light seemed to shine in the distance, and he seemed to have the courage to travel toward the light. As he traveled toward the light, he found that the shadows were being cast behind him until he completely entered into the light, and then no shadows were cast at all. He realized that he had been asleep, that he had had a bad dream from which he was awakening. To what extent? Are we all dreaming? And, yes. And here's the solution we could practice. See yourself with the eye of God. If right. you want the wonderful life that is intended for you to be happy and have friends, know your divine self, the real self within. When you begin to see yourself as God sees you, you can live in the kingdom of heaven and the without becomes as, with the, as the within heavenly. The mystics from the earliest ages of man have affirmed this. If you want a truly glorious existence, see yourself as God sees you, moving through this joyous life. Yes, and that really is what the Unity Movement, New Thought Movement, Metaphysics yes. is all about. Because, I got I to gotta yes. give people, because this helped me. This, I accidentally, so what do you have there? Yeah. And from the same book, I got to read this to you folks because it's been helping me today. Is this I, the part that came after what you just read? Yeah, I just, no, I just accidentally oh, wow. opened to the following page. Nice. And just this, just this, consider this idea. Be expectant of good. Why not? You have inherited it. Yes. I mean, we have an inheritance coming. We have to claim our we, inheritance. By expecting it. That's the secret of claiming our inheritance. It's that simple. What did it say underneath that, uh, the, uh, the, the angel reading? I read uh, that. I really, oh, you read the whole thing? Okay, yeah. good. Do okay. you want me to read this too? That's a good affirmation. Oh, okay. We got an affirmation, folks. Well, because the thing is, as long, it's our own minds that have been programmed one way or another when we forget who we are and where we come from. Our own mind, oh, which yes. is like kind of like our GPS, has gotten thrown off. It's running a bad program, an outdated program, a program that doesn't fit who we really are. So, and that's, that's why it feels bad. And that's why it also can be very tricky. And that's also why 
we always talk about a morning routine. Um, but let's read this affirmation because this is something you can use in your morning routine as a part of affirmative prayer. Yes, it says, I see myself as God sees me. And just imagine yourself saying these words as you hear me say them to yourself. Yes. So when I say I, we mean you. Yes. All right. I see myself as the child of God, surrounded by divine love, moving easily on the high tide of creativity through a glorious life. Physically, mentally, spiritually, I embrace this glorious life. I give its blessings to other people and observe how good comes pouring back to me. The more I give of myself, the more I am replenished. The good that I give returns a thousandfold into my experience. Yes. This I know, and so it is. Wow. You know, what's crazy, because I've kind of gone, been, been in, a, in a new part of my life where my son no longer lives with us. He's at college. He's doing well. It's getting better by the second because, you know, our old communication lines are starting to reconnect. You know, he was very busy. I just started at a new school, and all this stuff kind of like... Uh, push buttons within me that where I've really at times been forgetting my own divine nature, my divine inheritance, like you just said. I mean, and actually, it's not even something new. It's like uh, Daryl and I were talking about this also. It's like I'm more aware than ever before how bad and extreme it feels when I feel disconnected from yes. God. And the funny part is when I'm thinking that way, it actually sounds extreme. When I'm in, when I feel disconnected, when I believe I'm small and powerless, it actually sounds extreme to think life is working in my favor. It actually sounds like almost unbelievable that I could be thinking these types of thoughts. And yesterday, Daryl and I were at Starbucks and um, we were talking about this and I was like, how's this going to, you know, I was saying like sometimes even telling myself when I'm in that situation I'm not from here doesn't always give me the boost up the stairs. And then all of a sudden it dawned on me and we started talking about this. The question, the next question is, if I'm not from here, where am I from? Yes. Mm-hmm. And so we started doing that in the show. I mean, not in the show, in Starbucks. In our real well, I life. guess it was a show. It always feels like a show when we're out and about. Um, but in real life, we started saying to ourselves, where we're from, everybody's loving and kind and joyous. Where we're from, everything always works out. It's like we're just visiting here from some amazing yes. place where where we're from. Things are always – and when we do that, for me in that moment, it seemed to like legitimize this whole idea. It really felt real because uh, the other note is we seem to be encom- uh, encountering a lot of grumpy staff at different places. Yes. We were going, remember that? And it, and it was like – this helped both of us disconnect from identifying with that and thinking maybe that's real. Maybe the, all the stuff we read about is not real. But if we, all of a sudden I felt like we're just tourists yes. visiting from this amazing, loving place. And by saying where we're from, things always work out in our favor. When, we, we're, when we're from, paperwork doesn't isn't important. What's important is loving other people. Well, that's the whole real premise behind Superman. Yes. Is that we all have this superpower when we realize, wait, we're not from here. That right. means I'm in this place, but I'm not of this place. It's even, right. a, I know I'm paraphrasing a Bible verse there, but someone out there might know the actual verse. Yes. And that's what it's really referring. When we remember, wait a minute. Yes, these, you know, all this is going on and it doesn't, right. it doesn't put us in a position of, 
like a weird arrogance. No, like, oh, I'm better than these people. That doesn't work. That that actually no. That that you'll get a bad hangover because then then the other half that because whenever we're thinking, you know, these people don't get it. Yeah. Then there's another equal part of that on the antithesis, which right. is. I'm worse than this. You know, right. I'm worse than this situation. I'm worse than it. So the hangover is always going to be worse when we come at things with an arrogant point of view. Right. The point of view we're trying to share with you and the one that we have to practice. Yes. Is when I start feeling things starting to frustrate me. Yes. Or I start feeling myself going down and telling myself terrible stories like what's the use and starting to buy into the nightmare like it right, talked about right. the angel falling asleep. Right. I by simply saying, I'm not from here. It kind of like it's almost like a surrender to wait a minute. I can't do it the way I see others doing it or the way I'm perceiving how others are right. doing it or the way I think I should be doing it because of what I'm perceiving needs right, to be done. And, right. You know, through willpower or through some sort of success symbol, uh, system. Right. Instead, it's reminding me, I'm not from here. That's right. I'm just going to rely on my superpower of right. love. And I'm going to treat myself with love. I'm going to retreat into peace. Right. I'm not going to fight this situation. And there's something about just going... Like when things start not going right by just going, I'm not from here. It yes. really helps disengage. It's like somehow my subconscious mind readily agrees with that and releases my will to try to, right. you know what I mean? Yeah. Try to navigate through it from that negative place. Right. It kind of just says, when my mind, my subconscious mind hears me say, I'm not from here. Right. It goes, oh, oh yeah, that's right. We're not from here. That's right. Well, yeah, I, that's what I was thinking because it, it's a spiritual truth. And like you you often point out, these spiritual truths are best spoken with joy and with simple childlike phrases because that's what actually helps us quicker override our rational fears and doubts and worries. And, you know, you, it reminds me of, you know, this Course in Miracles idea that it's basically, it's, I mean, it's not an originally just Course in Miracles. Right. It's it also comes into play with science of mind and unity, which is there's only one power. Yes. So if we're feeling judged and we're feeling tormented, the place to treat it, as Eric Butterworth would say, is treat the concern within our own mind. I mean, he said it on behalf of every other person who's taught this. The Buddha would say, wake up. You know, he often put it in the terms of we're, we're the ones who are dreaming the yes. nightmare. It's our job. To wake up from that, I, you know, the, one of the things that helped me the other day, and I talked about this uh, on the Saturday meditation. I'm just remembering this now on Facebook. Uh, is that morning what really helped me was realizing I'm the one withholding the miracles from myself, yes. and by giving those miracles of love away to everyone I meet, that opens me up to receive the very miracles that I am searching for. Whether it's a miracle of a new job, a new relationship, yes. or just a renewed sense of my wholeness and oneness. My renewed joy in my job, in my relationship, in my finances, whatever it is, when I start, get, like you just described, giving the miracles away to other people, it opens the way for them to show up in amazing ways in my own life. And another fun um, practice that actually works without fail, since we are really all 
coming from love. We're all God in yes. manifestation. You know, that's the word man. Right. Which is also short for human. It's not a sexual term right. that's used in these right. manners. So it has nothing to do with what sex gender you are. Right. It means the manifestation of God in human form. Yeah, you know the word hue in like, I think it's in Sanskrit or something, means God. It's yes. So uh, yes. it's this coming together of yes. God and man. Yes, in manifestation. A person and, and God or whatever you want to call it. Yes. Yeah, so another fun practice that I've been doing yes. is imagining the people I'm afraid of or intimidated by. Right. You know, and you may go, I'm not intimidated by no one. Yeah, well, if you're 100% honest, you'll realize that most of the people that you're angry with or frustrated with, there's some sense of fear that you're putting them in some position of authority. At least that's what I find for myself. Yeah, because otherwise we wouldn't get all sassy and go, I'm not afraid. That's right. The the one we're really trying to convince is ourselves. So obviously it's pushing some button within us. Yes. So here's a practice um, you could try. It's been working miracles for me. Yes. This past week. And it's allowed. Let's hear it. I can't wait. I'm going to use it. It's imagining. Well, remember, I used it in the meditation we did on a Friday. Ooh. You could imagine these people that you're intimidated by because I've always been a good um, giver and a bad yes. and, a, and not such a good receiver. Right. You know, so when I started getting into this and I heard that the more you love others, the more you receive, I was like, okay, right. I like this idea. Right. But now we got to use, we got to make ourselves ready to receive love. So yes. I've been purposely imagining the people or the situations that I'm intimidated by. Mm-hmm. I'm imagining all the members in that situation in love with me. You know what I mean? Like, yes. Uh, even you could see their faces, but yes. imagine if they were really like, "Oh, Daryl, oh yeah, I love you." Like, and and even you know, single persons that I might be right. you know feeling at any time during the day, I recast them. Wow. It's like, how would I feel if this person really liked me? Right. Because you know, I've had people yes. in situations and in yes. intimidating in intimidating situations who seemed to like me for no reason. Right. Like one particular time, years ago, me and my buddies went to New York City to go into the to the nightclubs. Right, right. And back then, this is in the 80s, they would pick and choose who gets to go in. Right, and oh, me, yes. Yeah, and me and my friends are just a bunch of mullets from New Jersey. <laughs> right. So part of me thought, we're not going to get in. Who are we kidding? Wait, so, wait, pause this story for a second. So you said the, 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 the practice is to see yes, them loving yes. you. And in that moment, you're actually, you're actually clearing up the only channel that was blocked, yes. which is you, you are being willing to accept the love yes. in your mind yes. from them rather than cast them in a wicked yes. or powerful role. Okay. Yeah, uh, because yeah. that's the whole problem. The whole, power, pro- yeah. the whole problem is I'm the one telling myself that they don't like me. Or right. that they're going to say no. Right. I'm the one creating that. Yeah. So, that, and I, so, yes. Okay. So, so like, even if you, even if you go, you know, even if you throw spirituality out the window. Right. Well, if I, then what's the difference? You right. know, why not cast them as the one who's loving me? Yes. And you then know, when, who then likes when, me. Then when you think, because I just used a misnomer. I said, we cast them in a power. We actually, when we put someone in an authoritarian role in our mind, that's not powerful. No. That's the powerful is when we do what you're yes. doing is see them radiantly loving because if, yes. we, if they're no longer afraid, 
then they would be loving. Power yes. comes through loving yes. and appreciating and uplifting the people around us. So I've, I've been telling our friend Marion Spinelli with uh, her supervisor, imagine her loving you. Imagine God blessing you through her. Yes. So And it works, it works. so well. So it, let's, it has changed all these relationships. And if yes. I catch myself starting to go, oh, no, I go, nope. And I reimagine that person yes. like this, like this example that happened to me yeah, years ago. Yeah, let's hear the end of that. So we all go to this club. I don't know. I, I think it was the Fun House or Dance Interior. I don't remember. Okay, I love but all names. I remember is Dance Interior. Yeah, well, if you saw the Motley Crew, I was with. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we were dressed up, but you right, know, right, they right. pick and choose, and we're like, and I'm like, guys, are you sure we're going to get in? All of a sudden, the bouncer looks over to us and goes, "Hey, great to see you." And uh, one of the guys, I think it was Mike Solly or one of them, goes, hey, he's talking to you, meaning me. Wow. He thinks he knows you, wow, Fizarro. Wow, wow, wow. And I go, hey, how's it going? He goes, hey, right. where are you guys been? Come on in. Come on in. And he brought wow. us right in. So we got like the royal treatment. I, he goes, do you know him? I go, I don't know him. Right. And you know what? It wasn't even like, it didn't feel like we tricked him. Like, But it was one of those examples where that's how, that yes. when we have that attitude, that's the treatment we get. And that was a clear, like, real-life, unexpected totally, example of, totally. you know, some unconditional love, even if it was mistaken identity. Who knows what it was? Yes. But all I know is when I remember that situation, it allows me to cast these other people yes. with that love towards me. Man, that happened to me on my way out. I surfed a place I never do because I've heard all these rumors about how uppity the people are, and it's a small place with a lot of people. And just a small example, on my way out, I was paddling out, and I was blessing everyone. And yes. I saw a guy get an amazing wave. I hooted out loud joyously, and he looked at me like he knew me. Yes. And it turned out he was like the guy who got all the good waves. So even that, it just turned the place. I, I might have been intimidated by him, but I shared my joy and appreciation yes. with him, and he acted like he knew me. Let's read this quick. And oh, then this get out is, of here. yeah, this is great. It says, this is from October 14th, The Deep Breath of Life by Alan Cohen. It says, connect with source. Anyone who is, who is too busy to pray is just too busy anonymous we are like divers in an earth suit in earth suits exploring the wonders of life on this planet the earth is not our home we are visitors here our true nature is not physical but spiritual we too have a life support tube and that is prayer meditation or any other form of communion with our source if our supply or spirit is cut off we will not live well or long our connection to god is as important to our soul as the divers supply of air to the body Commit to your spiritual practice first, your morning routine. Devote the beginning of your day to self-renewal. Your day will go better, and the time you invest will pay for itself a thousandfold. Again, before you close your eyes to go to sleep with God, feed your soul. If It is your most important meal of the day. He says, nourished by the spirit of love, my heart is whole. Then the, the Lundy affirmation used the word... You will, it will be replenished a thousandfold, too. Isn't that wow. a coincidence? Coming up next, U.S. Marine and Army veteran Bennett Tanton encourages us to let freedom ring with today's Daily Word free. Thank you for listening to Funniest Thing on Unity Online Radio. You're listening to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. If you have a question or comment about today's show, or if you'd like to join in the discussion, friend us on Facebook at Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, or email us at funniestthing at unityonlineradio.org. 
Now, back to Funniest Thing. Thank you for staying with us for the second segment of Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. And you know what, Ed? What's that? I'm not from here. Thank goodness. All right. Donald Curtis has a book called... Make sure this mic is tilted the right way. No, you're good. All right. Donald Curtis has a book that's called Master Meditations. And on page 132, he says, My affairs reflect divine order. The orderly arrangement of the universe gives irrefutable proof of the operation of an infinite intelligence. Every aspect of this intelligence indwells us. Therefore, order, harmony, and balance is native to our nature. However, unless our ideas embody these qualities, the law of cause and effect cannot manifest them in our experience. Today, we bring a new order into our affairs as we unthink the ideas which have resulted in confusion, disruption, and disorder. Thoughts do become things, and we should daily discipline our attention to dwell upon those ideas that we really want to demonstrate. That goes perfect with something I said in the first segment. Yes. Where I was saying about the bouncer, you know, even if it was a case of mistaken identity, and it really was, in a sense, because whenever we're casting ourselves as being disliked and perceived in an other-than-healthy perspective from someone else... right. That's the mistaken identity. So in actuality, that bouncer saw the real me. You know what? And I had a thought, when an inspired thought when I was in the restaurant. Like the real loving me. Yeah. And along those lines, I had the inspired thought that he might have looked out and saw you as a non-desperate, creative-looking, fun person, your friends. And maybe that alone is why he chose you. You know, like maybe he really was just choosing you because of your energy and because, you know, like there's a lot of... You know, oh, yeah. Outside there, like desperate people. Oh, yeah. And that's just bad energy. Let me read this quick from Abraham Hicks because okay. he goes right with this. Is this all about choosing our thoughts? We will never reach the place where you will not need to be diligent about your choice of thought because you live in a world that is determined to show you every pocket of despair. So you must diligently choose, but it gets easier and easier and easier to do so. Right now, it may feel like those moments of connection are the rare ones. There will be a time when those moments of connection will feel so normal that it will shock you when you get into a place of dis- disconnection. Oh, ain't that the truth? Yeah, which is actually healthy when it starts to like feel bad. You know, yes. Because that's the indicator. Like, hey, I got to get myself back in line. And speaking of back in line, what really gets us back in line is knowing we have wonderful listeners like all of you. And yes, we do really appreciate your emails, your comments, your actual letters that you send right. to us at Funniest right, Thing. Right, right, right. P.O. Box 1312, Culver City, California, 90232. We got yes. a bag of scripture candy from Dick Coxon. Oh, man. Thank you. It was... Um Gosh, it, it was candy corn, but I think they were like... I think there was a verse on every... There was a verse on every package, but it was also something like seeds of faith, they were called. Yeah, instead of candy corn. And then the sweet tarts were referred to something else as well, something like scripturally sweet or something like that. So <laughs> thank you, Dick Coxon, for always hooking us up with the candy. Uh, did you tell them where to send things if they want to send it to yeah, us? Yeah, I told them that, but they could also go to our website at darylned.com and just, yes. just hit the contact uh Drop down and you'll instantly email us. But most of all, we like to thank someone who you listeners wouldn't even be able to hear us without. Right. And that's our engineer, Jeff Comfort. And each week, he takes us right into the comfort zone. Also, we like to shout out to the prayer line, which is 800-NOW-PRAY or 800-669-7729. Right. Silent Unity. And they also have an app 
It's the letter U, the word pray, you pray, and it's free. And you yeah. can actually text in your prayers or any concerns you have that you want help with, or you just simply press the hotline button and boom. And this is really the center of unity. And we've been learning that this concept of silent unity, that when we get into silence, that we are connected to every living thing through this unity. I mean, that's what helps us remember who we are, for one, because we are connected. We're not we're not lonely souls wandering out here in some empty space. We're all connected in this loving field. And then the other thing I was going to say is if you want help remembering where you come from, when you're sure I'm not from here and if, you know, for better or worse, call call Silent Unity, 800-669-7729, or get that app, the letter U, the word pray. Use it. Daryl and Ed use it all the time. It's, this isn't because this isn't an act of self-will. The will is to get our, our be the will. The will is really our willingness to do whatever it takes to remember who we are and where we come from. So, Silent Unity is really we, we just heard James Dillett Freeman, the poet from Unity, um, for many, many, many years, one of the originators of Unity. Really, one of the original, like you and your friends outside the bar trying nightclub. He was one of the original people with Charles and Myrtle, and he was saying Silent Unity really is the center of everything. And then Daily Word, which we're going to speak about now, is an, it was, did you want to say, what, what were you saying about the Daily Word? Just do like a quick thing about what you learned well, about Well, the Daily Word it. was actually created as a tool for people who wanted to be able to have spiritual power in their prayers. Because right. at the time... Everyone was amazed, uh, even doctors, is how is this silent unity? It's working so well. Is it just magic words? And right. they say, no, it's not magic words. But what it is, is if on a regular basis you take time to connect, like this whole episode's about, like Ed read right before the break in the Alan Cullen book, through meditation and prayer or morning routine on a regular basis, well, then your faith your joyful expectation right. has power. Yes. And the way to get more people involved in doing a daily practice was a, the uh, inspiration to create the daily word, to get everybody, whether they were religious or secular or no matter what religion or religious order they belong to, that they could all agree and do this simple little reading right. to get themselves personally connected to their source. I mean, this stuff's strong enough for e even an um, Army and Marine Corps veteran. Yeah. A, f uh, a favorite of the show, a friend of ours, comes on and shares his wisdom. He's got a family. He's just an amazing friend of ours who practices this stuff and always gives us a boost. Recently, I was like, we need Tant. We No, I think there one of us said, we need Bennett. And uh, so we have our friend Bennett Tanton with us today to uh, read and discuss the Daily Word and whatever else we're inspired to talk about. How are you, Bennett? Great. How are you guys? <clears throat> oh, man. Yeah, man. We feel better just hearing your voice. <laughs> yeah, so I was excited when you guys uh, reached out. And, you know what? We do this a couple times a year, maybe. Yeah. So, yeah, good stuff. So uh, you've been listening to the – did you have a chance to listen to the first segment? I know you had fatherly duties pop up. No, I did. I was, I was listening to it as I was driving, so – did it inspire yeah, it anything great. in you and uh, but, that, that you wanted to share before we move on? No, other than the fact is, like, I was thinking about the I'm not from here kind of thing, right? right. And thinking about, uh, especially, like, the military, how you, you end up in so many places that you just, 
you're not from here. Yeah. But what ends up being the, the deal is that you're with a bunch of guys or gals that ground you in the fact that you are from, you're, you're, you're from where they're from. Right. Yes. So, uh, it just gives you that unity and that, that, uh, cohesion to get through those days when you're not in some place where you're from, you know? I so, like that. Wow. You yes. just made this show better because you just helped me by saying what you said, because when we're, you know, cause it, it may have sounded to a lot of people and even to myself until you just said this, like, I'm not from here. It's like remembering I'm connected to God, but wait, there's more meaning. Oh, I'm yeah, not from definitely. here. There's, there's a fellowship of spirit among other people that are in the light, in the similar mindset as me that I'm always right. connected you with. You two are an example. Neither of you are from there. Yeah. True. You're both from out east. Yeah. Yes. So how did you guys hook up? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, then I thought about how we met. Uh, yeah. Carol. And uh, I'm, I'm, you know, you came out here to Syracuse. But it was seven years ago. God, it feels like seven yesterday. years and like two months ago. Wow, I remember so, that. It was in July of 2014. So, wow. So yeah, yeah, and and then you just think of the brotherhood that forms from that with guys like myself and Tim Parkhurst. Yes, guys that you're, you know, and at the end of this month, I'm gonna. Well, the guy who kind of made it all inadvertently made it all possible when he canceled was Larry Broughton. Oh, yeah. Uh, and you filled his place. I don't know if you remember yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And so I'm going to be seeing him at the end of this month. It's just, I don't know. It's just, it's the whole. Wow. It, it Everything comes together. Is he <laughs> is he coming out there or are you coming out here? Uh, it, it, it'll be in Dallas. Oh, okay. Right on. Yeah. Well, we'll have to uh, connect with you after that and hear about that excitement. Um. I was just thinking when you said when you were sharing this stuff, what I remembered my morning routine this morning, and I had a moment in my morning routine. For one, I listened to a great Reverend Ike last night, where he talks about people catching hell, and he was looking out and he's like, if, "You're not going to catch hell unless you have your, you know, like your catching mitt on, ready to catch it. If you're not ready to catch it, receptive to it, you ain't going to catch it." You know, like he's like, "You don't have to catch it." He's like. He's like, you need to make an agreement with yourself. Today, I'm going to catch heaven. Yeah. And so I was doing that. I was like, today, I'm going to catch heaven. And while I was affirming that, I just had the simplest thought, which was, God is real. This stuff that we're talking about, because I'm all, you know, we're constantly retraining our brain to accept the truth of where we're from, of who we are, what we really are. And I just had the simplest thought. And, it, and it, when I saw that, I go, all the other problems that I think I have are not even real because God is real. This stuff we're talking about is real. Yes. It's just the hard part is remembering that when I'm off that frequency. Yeah, exactly. And I, and I was thinking about that. But that was my mustard seed yes. or poppy seed You know that Jesus said. All you need is faith the size of a mustard seed. That's why we do a morning routine also. Yes. Because we may only get a fleeting glimpse, but that's the mustard seed that yes. we need. And even if I think I've forgotten it and it's not working anymore, it is working. And, and the fact that I tapped in gives me such a bet. Like, 
I guarantee even if I don't feel it fully that day, if I look back on the decisions I made that day, they're so much more creative, loving, productive, kind than yes. they would have been if I didn't have these practices. Always. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Yeah, man. So um, you want to read the daily word to us? This is a great one, Derek. We're, we're speaking um, of our listeners. It'll be after the fact, but we're speaking this Sunday at Unity of the West Side. We're now every third week of, of the month. We are the speakers there and this happens to be the daily word for that day and it happens to go perfectly with today's show and with you as someone who served the mil- in the military and I everything know. else you do so <laughs> it's crazy we're so excited all right so here we go free living from my divine nature frees me sometimes i feel limited when i don't think i have enough time money space education or experience and these thoughts can occupy some space in my mind that i begin to think limitation is the truth of life the greater truth is that i am free and unlimited in spirit alive in god i am free to express all the love wisdom and strength of the divine as only i can what joy and liberation is it is to know that nothing can separate me from my true spiritual nature. If I believe any circumstance in my life and any of my past actions obstruct or delay my spiritual progress, I now release that belief. Embracing and living from the divine presence, the Christ within me, I claim freedom from all limitation. In him, we live and move and have our being. Acts 17, verse 28. Uh, yeah, that's deep. That's heavy. Yeah. <laughs> but heavy, heavy, but freeing. Yes. Right? Yes. <laughs> that's really good. <clears throat> I was thinking about the, even the Bible quote goes so perfect with the show. In him we live and move and have our being. And that really means in, in the truth of these teachings, in the truth of this awareness what the, that, that these teachings are all about, that's where, whether we know it or not, we might be sleepwalking around, but the truth is we are living and moving and having our being in a loving, abundant, oh. prosperous universe that loves us, that loves us specifically, that loves through us specifically, that couldn't even exist if we weren't part of it. Well, and that's what enables me, by having that belief of in him we live and move and have our being, which is, wait a minute, I'm not from here, meaning that nightmare I put myself in. It actually creates the space where I can rise up to the occasion, whatever it is, you know, where confidence becomes my nature again. And listen to this, because it goes, this is a definition of detachment or the practice of detachment, I I just happened to read this morning from a book called Touchstones. Yes. And it says, we practice detachment by not being reactive to the person, but being responsive to the inner message of what kind of men we wish to be. So it, it really isn't, it's about not buying into the nightmare that I think is going on right here so that I could hear the higher uh, voice within, you know, that confident, which seems to the outer world is courage, you know, voice. I'm free. I'm free to act and respond to that. Yes. And that's when magic happens. That's like the whole premise of our show, you know, 
stepping out boldly always leads to better than expected outcomes. It basically is saying, when I move with faith, you know, that love is really all there is. I can become vulnerable to the point where it appears that I'm courageous, but I'm really just, in the true sense of the word, acting with confidence, with faith. Right. That's great. You know, the thing is with these words, I think there's this there's a true meaning to them and then there's this connotative meaning that we has developed over time, right? Yes. So when you're saying courageous, all that means a core is your heart, right? Yes. So when you think about courageous, you really are acting courageously and then con- con- confidence is with faith, faith yes. or like with fidelity, with you know being true to something, right? And yes. the only way to be true to it is if you visit it and know what it is you're being true to. Yes. And that's where these practices come in, where when we check in, confide with the truth of our being, then we act with confidence. confidence. It's yes. not fake confidence. No. It's not coming from outside. It's coming from within us. And we may feel like we're wobbly or whatever, but we, even in those moments, we are more confident than the false confidence, that bravado that some people carry. And we really are being courageous in yeah. those moments. Well, and it's a calm confidence. Yes. And it always perform. It always. It all. The effect is always positive. Yes. Because we're neither shrinking. We're neither shrinking or trying to bully, smash my way through. Right. Get my point across. Right. Right. It was all kind of a freeing. It, it, it reminds me of uh, something that another veteran. Um, a Navy veteran, uh, who you may know, you may not, um, but his name is Jacko Willink, um, has the saying, discipline equals freedom, right? Mm. And it's about really focusing and doing the hard stuff like you're supposed to, regardless of your feelings at the moment in time. And what that does is it allows you to lay the foundation in achieving your goals that gives you the freedom to do what you need to do. Wow. Right. And, and um, you, you, part of that foundation would be your spiritual, uh, you know, thoughts and, and just doing the right things in life. Yes. It gives you the freedom to live your life. Yes. So we were just, talk- we were talking about to David on, um, who's going to be on the show. He's a pizza maker slash, I don't know what his full-time job is, but we were just talking about this related to people in the military who take to this stuff, who have that background, who actually, because his teacher has is a former Marine and was telling him that the discipline, it, it takes discipline. Yes. And like you said, it's like being a disciple to these principles. Yes. And that is, I love what you just said. What was the, the quote about this? Discipline leads to freedom. Freedom. It's discipline equals freedom. It's just yes. it's something that he talked about yes. over and over. And right. I mean, because you have the freedom of not having to like deal with the relationship pains and financial struggles and yes. substance abuse, addiction, debt, all these things, right? Yes. You have the freedom from all these negative traits and the freedom that comes from achieving your goals uh. and positive lifestyle stuff. Yes, that the freedom, the freedom of health that comes from a healthy lifestyle, freedom from disease, freedom right. from illness. Yeah, right. Yes. So it's it just kind of goes hand in hand with, you know, yeah. you don't have to focus on all this stuff all the time, but do That's what right. you have to do so you have the freedom. Well, wow. you know what's the irony of this is 
The actual word discipline, its origin, like I just gave reference to, is from yeah, disciple. Its origin is from disciple, but even clearer, like Greek meaning, it simply meant follow the love, the follow the loving leader, or go in the direction of love, and all these things. Like I think discipline has gotten such a bad name because yes. most people, like myself, when I was younger. I mistakenly thought discipline meant impending punishment. That's Beha right. That's behave right. or you're going to get be impending punishment. But that's not what it means. It means a practice of always, and if we're following the loving way, it's all those things you mentioned. I was thinking, Bennett, you know, healthy you know, lifestyle, doing the things that contribute to my health, doing the things that contribute to my spirit, doing the, the little activities that bring me closer to my heart's desire or my goals. Right. All those things are going, are basically going in the loving direction for myself. And by doing that, I become a blessing to others. It's not a selfish yeah. act at all. I never had discipline before I found these principles. And I was just thinking, this is the difference between the new and old Testament. The old Testament is do this or else. New Testament is Jesus never says anything like that. He's saying, remember who you are, do this stuff, and you will get this. Yes. And all that is the, my father's will be yours. Every, the kingdom of God is upon us. Let it in. Do this stuff. It's You're worth it. Yeah, doing the simple practices really brings big results. Yeah, I am so results. grateful. The best decision I ever made up until, you know, meeting my wife. Right, right, <laughs> Things right. like that. But was was joining the service, was joining the Coast Guard. It was, it, it I mean, yes. because it introduced me to this new way of living. And you passed it on to me. So yeah, that was the yeah. best decision you ever made for me also. And, and it made, and it put me, and it automatically put me in a brotherhood with people like you and all these wonderful men and women that I met, you know, for the majority really were people that I want to be when I, I want to be more like, because they're applying this stuff. Yeah. They're applying totally. this stuff. And I was meeting them from all over the United States. We all ended up like a bunch of bucket heads in, a, right. in boot camp. And we right. all ended up like receiving these great tools and yeah. these great lessons and, and great, and, and a sense of this fellowship of the spirit. Right. I just and, received a healing from Bennett when he was describing what that freedom is yes. from debt. Cause it wasn't that long ago that I was carrying heavy debt and all this. And it's like, now I'm like hearing you Bennett talk. I'm like, wow, that's so true. Yes. Oh shoot. We're coming to the wrapping up point of the show. I just know. Yeah. You want to put a button on uh, anything, share anything before you go Bennett uh, with our listeners. No, I just, I, I love you guys. And um, I, uh, I, I just want everyone. I pray for everyone and I hope everyone is doing okay in these crazy times that we're, living through at this point um but i you know just have faith and remember who you are uh and what we're here for yeah nice so. you, thank you <clears throat> you are truly a dynamic person emmett fox has a reading about what a dynamic person isn't and what a dynamic person is and you are one of those people in our lives and i was looking for that reading on my phone and there's a show that 
it brought up an, another show you were on in 2020. And there are some great quotes in that show that go with this. One of it said, one of the affirmations says, "It is my father's good pleasure to give me his treasure in marvelous measure." Wow! And then the other ones from the Daily Word cards. It says, "I project confidence when I am relaxed and friendly." So hold on the line, Bennett. We have a quick story. I think it's from TMZ. You know how we do it. Oh, I think this one's from Military Times. Yes, yes. That's how you, that makes a lot more sense. When Bennett Tanton takes his family camping. He always insists on setting up camp in very specific locations. He's so insistent that one day his daughter asked, Dad, why do you care so much about where we set up camp? Bennett smiled, looked off into the distance knowingly, and replied, Honey, if there's one thing I learned while serving this great country, it's that the coffee tastes better if the latrines are downstream from the encampment. <laughs> 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 oh, oh a quick, yeah, a quick liner from uh, one liner from Marilyn Marilyn Swope on Facebook said, "This is a wonderful program." Well, you can't get better than that, Louis Prima. Hey, boys, what you up to? Why don't we sing it out, will you? Oh, okay, that's easy for you to say. Let's go, boys. When you're smiling, when you're smiling, the whole world smiles with you. And when you're laughing, oh, you're laughing, then the sun comes shining through. When you're crying, you bring on the rain. Stop your sighing, would you be happy again? When you're smiling, keep on smiling, and the whole world smiles with you. Visit DarylNed.com to find easy links to everything we do. And thank you for being a part of the funniest thing with Daryl oh, Ned on Unity Online Radio. On the joy. Be happy. You've you got a group, my boy. When you're smiling, keep on smiling. And the whole world smile with you. Thank you for listening to The Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. Listen in as these unlikely saints share more real-life stories of how surrendering to divine order always leads to better-than-expected outcomes. This program has been made possible by God through automated monthly transfers from Daryl and Ed's credit cards. Thanks for listening. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Sometimes you feel so alone and overwhelmed, you don't know where to turn. These days, it seems like there is no end to our problems. We invite you to connect with Silent Unity, the 24-hour prayer ministry where someone is waiting to pray with you right now. Since 1890, Silent Unity has always been there. No judgment or dogma, just someone affirming the best for you. Call 816-969-2000 today. You can also connect online at unityprayervigil.org. 